0: to Story U Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I'm here with you live every Thursday at 4 o'clock Pacific time and 7 p.m. Eastern time. And for those of you in London and Norway that I love to connect with, you might want to catch our replay that's offered at KKNW on Fridays. And that... Is 6 a.m. Pacific time and 9 a.m. Eastern time. And depending on where you live over in London and Norway, about two or three in the afternoon. So I bring this to you, this show, Story U Talk Radio, because I really want to encourage you to write your book or write your articles or your love letters to get your memoir out there, more than anything underneath all this, I want you to express yourself. Maybe it's through a podcast. Maybe it's through a speech in a speech club. Maybe it's a poem that you want to give to your sweetie. I don't know. It could be just about anything. But if you want to express yourself, I am here every Thursday. I offer an hour of teachings to help you write your book, your blog, your your brand, your love letter, anything, anything at all, even if it's just a little sticky note that you're going to put on the forehead of your grandchild to get a good laugh. I would love to help you get that going. My brand is Coach Debbie, Story You Talk Radio. You can find me on the internet, CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. I'm also on Facebook, on Instagram. And for these shows, I love to take your messages and offer them up and give you some coaching on them. Usually, if you decide there's something you want to talk about, there's anywhere between five and 5,000 people that often want to talk about that too. So why don't you take the leap and send that question my way so we can talk about whatever it is that's on your mind and that you want to express out in the world. My topic for today is inspired by a memory. I I was I was just sitting here having my coffee the other morning and I was thinking about my students at the college and I was thinking about a day when I kind of tricked them. <laughs> and I came into class it was it was one of those rainy days and attendance had been down it's it's common you know when you get into the middle of the quarter or you get into the middle of the season and oh people just aren't feeling the same honeymoon vibe that they were early on when they said yes to the class and and so attendance can get a little low and I wanted to reward the people that were there in class. So I came in and I told them, today you can earn yourself an easy A. And you're going to do this by taking a pop quiz. And then, of course, I heard, oh, 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 no, no, we don't want a pop quiz. And I said, but hang on, it's worth 5% of your grade. Then they got noisier. Oh, oh, no, no, no. What what are you doing to us? And I went, calm down, hang on. All I want you to do is take 20 minutes and a sheet of paper. And I want you to go into your memories and find a memory on your heart. Just something you can write about from your heart and share it with me. And they just, you know, some of them looked at me like she's up to something. And others, you could see their, their brows kind of getting furrowed and coming together. And some of them sort of looked at me out of the corner of their eyes. And I remember an older student looking at me over the top of her glasses like, what is she doing to us? What does she have up her sleeve? But really... What I wanted was to break them out of that that middle ground where sometimes we don't feel so invigorated anymore and bring them back to their creativity. So I just asked them, share a story with me right from your heart, some story you remember. doesn't have to be the most powerful thing that's ever happened to you, but just, just some heart felt stories. And I took home these beautiful, beautiful collections of student written work. I was so impressed with the things people said. Some stories were about a grandparent teaching them how to play tennis. Some stories were about first love. One story was about falling in love with classic cars and having the guts to ask uncle so-and-so if he would help him buy his first car, and on and on and on. These wonderful stories that were mixed in with memory and, and stored in people's hearts. You know what I noticed that day was that people got quiet real quickly, picked up their pens, and started writing. They felt invited. And when you're invited to the writing process, you do amazing work. You really do. You're not up against that feeling of pressure or a timeline or that you've got an editing project that's got to be perfect. You're not running with procrastination and trying to get away with it. You're just like sort of dropping your shoulders, picking up the pen and going for it. It's this feeling that you have nothing to lose. So I came back to class the next day and everyone had a big shiny A at the top of their paper with some little gold stars that I had collected back from, you know, tutoring the elementary kids. Guess what? College kids love them too, those gold stars. And people were beaming. They were looking at that A+ that they had earned and here's what happened. The students that hadn't been there the day before were going, "What's that? Hey, can I do that? Could it What is that? I want an A+." And I said, "Oh, well, we might have to do it again someday. But no, this is not a, an assignment you'll be making up. This was just for the people who showed up and gave in to my request. And that was to write from their heart. So I'm sorry if you missed it. And so half of the class was beaming because they had gotten their A and the other class was a little upset with me, but they got their chance too later on, later on when the moment struck again and I decided to just say, hey, are y'all up for a day for an easy A? And everyone who was there had an opportunity to write a story from their heart. And the good news is that they did it because it was worth 5% of the grade, but the great news, the great news was that they were connected again to feeling motivated and inspired to create. And that's why I come here every single Thursday, let alone the reason why I went to class for 20 years. And that's because I wanna inspire you. I wanna make sure that if it's in your heart to write, to speak, to share your story from any platform, that you do it, that you feel that connection to your creativity. If you're listening live, uh, you know we are in the middle of summer here. We're coming up on the 4th of July. It's a time when some people get real loud and expressive with their story. I happen to be in love with someone who's very good at getting out the gunpowder and all kinds of fun things. Oh, it's at least it's fun for him. (laughs) And uh, he's very expressive on the 4th of July. He's made it clear year after year that this is his favorite day. So I put on my red, white and blue baseball hat and I get the barbecue going and the food cracking and the guests over and we have ourselves a good time. It's one of the ways he loves to express himself. Another way is that he is trained in giving speeches. But you might have your own way. Maybe, like I said, it's because you're starting a podcast. Maybe it's because you're like me and you have memoir after memoir inside of you. Memoir is you telling your story about a certain topic I'm going to dive into this today. What really is memoir? Because I think a lot of people fear that it's, you know, something that started back for you in the 60s, 70s or 80s whenever you were born and isn't anywhere near finished because you're in the middle of your life. But that's actually more of a biography. Memoir memoir is quite a bit different. So I'm going to take you down the road of what memoir is and how it belongs in anything that you are expressing, especially if it's more than about a page long. So we're going to talk about that today. And we're also going to look into some of the writers that really took a leap of faith and got their things published. And what What made it beautiful and wonderful, and why would we want to follow in their footsteps? What have they done that, if we focused on them, we could do too? Because sometimes that's all it takes, is really watching someone that appears as a good example or a great mentor and following their lead. I'd like to open up the possibility for you as well. If you are thinking that now is a time when you want to get into writing and you want to be mentored, I open up the doors and I take in a few new clients every few months. So here we are right now in July and the doors are open for three new clients to be mentored one-on-one with me. All you need to do is send me an email to get the ball rolling. And I'll just ask you a couple questions and we'll find out if this is a good fit for you. I want to say thank you to a couple of people that I've had the pleasure of working with lately or who have renewed their contracts and we're going forward. One person is Al And I just want to say, Al, your vision for writing love stories and capturing the love stories of others is turning into a beautiful book. Thank you for choosing me to help you bring that dream into the real world. I also want to say thank you to Michael, because you are just killing it with a dream that started in the kitchen from your own culinary experiences, Michael is the podcaster host of the new podcast, Voice for Chefs. It's number four, Voice for Chefs. And he and I work together to get his story and his skills up to par, so he could be reaching out to the great chefs he wanted to speak to, so he could be talking into a microphone with confidence, and understand what he wanted to bring to the conversation, as well as what really sometimes we think is going to be important, but it really isn't. And sometimes you need a coach to go over, What are the important bits to bring to an interview? I also want to say thank you to Rebecca, who is documenting family life and has just a wonderful story that she is sharing. And I'm very, very hopeful that she will be going public with it in the future. I'm also excited to gain speed again with Victoria, we wrote a draft beginning to end, and we also pieced together a lot of editing. We put it aside, and I think it's time to now come back and take a look at what that final version is going to be, since, of course, the book now has a cover. It has a title. It practically has an ISBN number. So these are some of the things I've been working on, and I hope it helps you think about what would you like to be working on? And would you like to get mentorship? You can write to me at askcoachdebbie, Debbie at gmail.com. And Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. And just tell me. I listened to the show and I think I do have a story in me. You don't even have to know if it's going to be a book or how it is you want to express it, but just start telling me what's on your heart. Get an easy A for just submitting that and we can go from there. There's no problem if all you want to do is consult about it for now. If you just want to meet up, and share some ideas and go away and think about it that's fine that is definitely how i began with my mentor and i am very very happy to begin that with you so today we are taking a look at how you earn yourself an easy a just from opening your heart and sharing a story even if that story is only one page long. I'd like to invite you to bring your questions to today's show. You can also send those to my email, askcoachdebbie, that's D-E-B-B-Y, at gmail.com, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com, or send them to me on Facebook Messenger. We're going to take one quick little break right now. I've already got people in my Facebook group that, oh, look at this. I just did a shout out to Al and I just missed a call from him. Isn't it interesting how the universe works? <laughs> anyway, um, take a moment and send me a question if you like. I am going to take a quick back and then I'm going to come right back. We're going to drop into the easy A. All right, stay tuned. this is Lisa Downs host of reigniting you the show that takes a positive forward-looking approach to mid to late career transitions for Gen Xers and boomers every Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock Pacific whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce do your own thing or retire or semi-retire reigniting you is your source for career transition advice inspiration and insight for what's next in your career and life join me Wednesdays at three o'clock to get re-energized recharged and reignited hello I'm Nathan Mum join me in Microday, as we host a weekly technology show that talks about technology for the everyday common person we are a live radio program that airs saturday from 4 to 5 p.m on youtube facebook and twitch if you go to facebook.com forward slash tech time radio youtube.com forward slash tech time radio or twitch.tv forward slash tech time radio you can catch us live saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m you can find us at all podcast services online from apple to google and everything in between There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150 KKNW.com. And welcome back. This is Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I am here to inspire you and mentor you through writing your stories and sharing them on any platform that resonates with you. I recently had the opportunity to work with a woman who is headed off to TED Talk Houston. So she's going to be impacting a lot, a lot of people in the world. And it's very exciting to bring someone like her, who's a real influencer, back to the core of her real story. Before we go on any further today, I just want to give a shout out to Andrew. Andrew's birthday is tomorrow, July 2nd. Andrew, am I right that you are going to be 20? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Something in me says it, it seems like it's 19. It seems like it's 12. I could have this all wrong, but I, I'm I'm worried. It's either 19 or 20. It's one of those. Andrew is a pro soccer gem, and he's traveling the world showing off his great, great, great talents. And here's just a shout out from Auntie Deb. Andrew, just love you so much, and I am wishing you a happy birthday. I also want to give a shout out to Tim. Tim is another one of those wonderful people that really lives into the heart of his story and encourages other people to do so as well. I know you are entering double digits tomorrow, Tim. We won't say which ones, but I want to wish you a heartfelt happy birthday. All right. Whatever story you are putting down on paper these days, it's a story that matters. It's a story that's growing right out of your heart. And the reason I wanted to tell you about my students and how they earned that easy A is because no matter what age we're at, if, if you're like Andrew, who's turning 19 or 20, is it 19, Andrew? <laughs> you know, if you're like Andrew, if you're like Tim and I who are in our middle years, if you're beyond, it's those memories that captivate you and they put a smile on your face. And sometimes it's a bittersweet smile. Sometimes it's that feeling of, yeah, that was a beautiful time, but there was also some uphill climbing going on to get through that time. You know, memoir has both and usually biography, of course, because it's much longer, it's a life story, they have both. What I find is that the people I work with, they often feel that the bitter the bitter part of the sweet part will get to be too much. So here's a question I put out today to my private Facebook group. If you'd like to join, it's called Get Writing by Coach Debbie. Get Writing by Coach Debbie. Just do a little search for it or ask me directly to join and I'll put you in. We're just a small, nice group. But I asked this question today. I said, which describes your thoughts? Writing is a joy, writing is a chore, or writing is a mystery? Because I just wanted to know, what do people think? And Candace was the first person to write back. And this is a really insightful response. She says, writing is a joy when reminiscing on fun experiences is going on. So that's kind of like what I was asking my students to do. Writing is a joy when reminiscing on fun experiences. Writing is a chore when there's a deadline. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. Anytime I feel pressure, boy, writing goes from being fun and expressive and creative to, oh my goodness, this is big. Then there's this final bit. Writing is a mystery when I have thoughts that I can't quite put into words. Mm Mm-hmm, You know what I love about this? I wasn't really expecting when I put the question out there, which one best describes your thoughts? Writing is a joy, writing is a chore, writing is a mystery. I didn't really expect the diversity of answers because I'm hearing in Candice's response here that on the one hand, when you're reminiscing, it's fun. On the other hand, when you got a deadline, there's, you know, there's pressure. But somewhere in the middle, there's this mystery. There's this curiosity because you're really trying to work with the words and the scenes and bring it all to life. And that short answer, she really captured the whole gamut of writing. It can be very, very sweet it can have sort of its bitter side but it can also it can also inspire and keep you curious so why don't we just for a moment jump in and take a look at why you would even bring memoir to your project whether whether your project is starting a memoir or a podcast or a speech or, or Maybe your project is you're wanting your mom to actually sit down and do some writing about raising you and all your siblings. Eh? Am I perking some ears there? I know, I know these stories exist. And boy, once we get them on paper, beautiful things happen. But when they're stuck in your head, not a lot can happen. We gotta get them out. So let me just talk to you for a moment about the difference between biography and memoir, because they are commonly confused. And it it actually took me quite a while to understand the difference as well. So I'm gonna give you here my my short and and my short little version. Mm just needed some water there. My short little version, but also an educational version about biography and memoir. What's the difference? When I'm done, I'm going to tell you a little about some of the changes I've made to my upcoming retreat. Actually, some big changes that I want you to be in on. So don't let me talk too long here because I got to tell you about that. So biography, biography it's about your life. And it's really about those key points in your life. If you only had five chapters, 10 chapters, 20 chapters, where you had the opportunity to talk about your life, what would you choose to share? Biography is tricky because we often don't have great perspective. So, often people will hire someone to write their biography for them. That's very, very common. And the the offshoot of that is to do your own. When you do your own, it's called an autobiography. And auto meaning you are the author and you are the authority of this story. Biography Um, doesn't necessarily ensure that. What it does ensure is that someone else took time to get down your story as best they could. So biography is often written by someone else. It's often capturing really key chapters out of your life story anywhere between birth and death and all in between autobiography is you saying I'm I'm the authority on this and I want to actually do the writing and and you are the one that says these are the chapters of my life that are so important these are the ones I'm capturing so biography and autobiography are are very similar the big difference is, Are you writing it or did you commission someone else to write it? And another big difference, and this is a biggie, is sometimes biographies are written after you have left this world and you have no control over it. Someone else decided to write your story. I mean, that's enough to make sure that in this lifetime you get your autobiography written, right? (laughs) because <laughs> then they at least have something to go against. But yeah, that's the big difference. Autobiography, you were the author. Biography eh, is likely someone else. And hopefully you were here to have your eyes run over that story. But yeah, it, it's a story that could have been told once you're gone and you're not here to have influence on that. That can go awry and it, it can also be a story of true honor. Many, many, many biographies. Their whole mission is to honor someone. So even though I, I tainted it a bit <laughs> by by insinuating you want to do the autobiography before someone else goes after your biography, you know, there are plenty, plenty, plenty of biographies that are beautiful and moving and honoring. But let's talk about my specialty. This is something I bring to my 90-day writer's programs. I bring it to my retreat. I bring it to all of my mentorship. And that is I focus on memoir. Memoir. What is memoir? you know it is not English. It is, it is French memoir, right? It is a French word. It comes right out of your memories. But memoir, unlike biography, memoir is theme-based. There's a theme. There's some theme that threads this story together. It can be a positive theme. It can be a bittersweet theme. It can be a challenging theme. It can be a theme that looks very basic in kindergarten, but has a lot of undertones of um, real discovery around them. Some themes that I have worked with are cooking. So you might go, oh, well, are you talking about a cookbook? No, 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 no. We're talking about memoir. So in this person's story, in this person's book, in this person's speech, they are front and center, but they're really focused in on the theme. So for example, let's go to Michael. Michael has started his podcast and it in many respects, falls under the category of memoir. It is his relationship to the story of cooking and his admiration towards chefs that allow him to come before the microphone and offer interviews. They're all about cooking. They're all about getting the chef out of the kitchen and in front of the mic, just sometimes for 20 minutes and sharing story about cooking, and it can go into their childhood and cooking, or it can go into their late life and cooking, or their kitchen and cooking, or their chef school and cooking, but that thread, that thread of the topic of the memoir stays true chapter by chapter by chapter. One of my favorite memoirists, I don't even think she calls herself this, but she truly is, is a woman by the name of Ruth Reichel. And she was the editor and I think even the creator of Gourmet Magazine. And then, of course, the Gourmet Cookbook. Oh, my goodness. This is just as much the Bible of cooking as say Joy of Cooking or anything written by Julia Child. I mean, it's way up there. But what she also did was she sat down and she wrote collections of her stories. Many of them through her college age years, some of them that highlighted her mom, but all of them, all of them are about cooking and the stories of life around them and they are funny as all get out and they are heartwarming and let me just try and think of some titles you know i just i don't script this show and so i don't bring very many notes ah i know one of them is called tender at the bone yeah i think another one is called apples or oranges. Anyway, her name is Ruth Reichel, R-I-E-C-H-L, Ruth Reichel. She is a memoirist. She loves food. It became her career. But what makes her a memoirist is all these stories she threads together and she holds this, this topic. For her, it's food. She holds this topic together. Now, why is it important to care about your memoir writing? Well, because it all comes back to Candace and her her real insights around the idea that, you know, writing is a joy if you just want to have fun, but writing is a chore if you're up against a deadline. And writing, it's mysterious if you can't find the words. When you're focused on your memories and your memoir, and your topics that you enjoy, you start to earn that easy A. I really mean it. You find yourself in this field of creativity, and even if you have a deadline, you're not thinking about it. Even if you're worried that words won't come to you, you know you can come back to this little piece right here later on and add some keywords. But when you're in the throes of memoir, in the throes of remembering something that speaks to you, you just write. You, you are impressive to your teachers. You are impressive to your reading audience. You're impressive to your listeners because you're just going for it. And it's like spirit comes to you and shares with you. This is what you're going to say. And it comes out and you can tweak it later. But really, it's an easy, easy A. It takes you right into your topic. Uh huh. I bet you have this going on. I'm offering a retreat. You know it. I'm offering a retreat that's been moved from summer to October. I have really good reasons for this and I'm hoping it opens up the doors for you. Stay tuned. I'm going to come right back and give you all the details about that. We'll be right back. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Story U Talk Radio. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is always a joy to be with you. I'm your host, Coach Debbie And I'm here to inspire you to write your short stories and to share your stories. We were just talking about my retreat. You know, I'm having a beautiful summertime retreat that has now been moved to being a beautiful fall retreat, an early fall retreat. And why is this? Because you have told me, that you got a lot of family plans going on in the summer. And I understand that. We were really locked down last year and couldn't do all those family plans. So I really hope that by moving this retreat to October 7 and 8, that those of you who have said, oh, I want to, and oh, I just can't do those dates, and oh, this was something I was looking forward to, now we've got a deal that will work for you. And if you're listening today, whether it's the, well, actually you don't have to be listening today, even if you're catching the recording, why don't you go ahead and get in touch with me and tell me that you heard this offer. Write to me at Debbie. Ask Coach Debbie at gmail.com. Debbie is spelled D E B B Y. And just say, you know, I heard your offer on the radio and I want to learn more. And just by sending that out, I'll make sure you get the clickable little code that lets you have the early bird special, even though we have sort of expired that special. I'll let you have it because it's big. And I would, I would really love to offer that to you. At the retreat, what we're doing is we're really focusing on this theme we've been talking about here today. What's your memoir? What is that theme-based story that is so you? It's you. It is what you stand for in many ways. For Michael, it's so much about cooking and being in the kitchen, and we just talked about his example. For my dear, sweet nephew, Andrew, the soccer player, if he was going to put out a memoir today, happy birthday again to you, Andrew. Yeah, I'm thinking you're 19. I'm just trying to dial it in. I think it's 19. I know, I know if you were writing your memoir today, Andrew, it would be about your life as a soccer dude, something you are so incredibly good at. And because you are, you have so much to offer others by sharing your story. And that's really the beauty of memoir is that we're making an offering we're standing in some theme of our life and we're looking at it through our memories. Remember, it's called memoir. It is about our memories. We're looking back through that lens of memories and we're being really creative and transparent about what sort of gift can I give to people by sharing this? For a lot of people, they want to know the tips and tricks. They want to know the ins and outs. But they also want to know what was it like for you? Because when you just lean back into the idea that you can earn an easy A, just by working with your memories, you tap into the language that Candace earlier was calling mysterious. It is mysterious when we feel like we're up against a deadline, but it's not as mysterious when we get in our zone, when we're really tapped into a memory and it's almost playing through our mind like an old movie. And we're, I mean, in Andrew's case, I bet he can call up the first time that he was in Barcelona, and he was behind that soccer ball. And one particular time in which he, and I don't know what he would say there, but he does, he knows what he would say, because it comes right out of his memories. He can say it better than anyone. So if he was writing his autobiography, he would be throwing all that passion into it. But if he was writing his memoir, it would be very similar because it's all about soccer. It's all about his experience. It comes right out of his passion. It's his own language. It requires no research whatsoever. It's his, his story, the theme that has really made meaning in his life. See? Is it getting you cooking on what's for you? What's that theme for you? Now, you might say, well, I have a theme. I have a theme. Oh, yeah. But I I had to really work hard. I I had to go through a lot of challenge. Well, my friends, most of us do. I mean, we're, we don't come out of the womb knowing how to be a, a soccer pro. Mm-mm. That takes some challenge, but there are other things that are wildly challenging and we don't even know if we have the capacity to talk about it. And in those cases, sometimes what happens is somebody else talks about it. Someone that I love to follow, a writer I love to follow is John Krakauer. Do you know him? John Krakauer he has written many many books and i would say he is he's one of the top people in the world i'm going to go for it world who can express a biography so this means it's not necessarily his story someone else's he can express a biographical story that in many ways if if you were just to hear oh you know, there was a, a mountain expedition and John Krakauer caught the stories of some of the climbers and spoiler, uh, some of the people died. And you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to read that. But what he does, and he does this so, so masterfully, is he captures the theme for the people, which was the challenge of climbing But he really, really, really brings it into the the fullness of their life, why it was meaningful for them. And he often gives away the ending early on and then tells you the story. In fact, he just recently did this in a book, uh, Where Men Win Glory. You might know of that book about an NFL player that gave up an opportunity for a huge, you know, multimillion dollar contract in the nineties and uh, became very, very secret uh, agent type in the army and uh, fell as a hero. But wow, what a story, what a story of Pat Tillman. And this was all documented by John Krakauer in a biography. Now, Let's say for fun that Pat, the the protagonist, the person, the real life person, let's just say he did live through it. The difference would be that Pat would either be telling his biography, his whole story again, or he would be just focusing on the memoir, just that place in his life where he had some talent, some challenge, some something. So it might not even get into his football career. It might be mostly about being in the army. Who knows? I I don't know. But what it would be, would be this collection of Him going back into his own memories and him telling you exactly what it was like for him and you relating on a deep level because you identify either with the theme of being in the army or the theme of uphill challenge or the theme of escaping with your life or something like that. That's the beauty of memoir. It can be something that we think is so simplistic as maybe putting a meal together. But it's really, in the case of Michael, when he created Voice for Chefs podcast, it's really, really, really about the deep memories of these chefs going through their culinary art school experience. And you know, literally knives flying and, and bad things happening and great things happening. This is what happens when we're given the freedom to really go into our, our stories, our memories, and get real creative and bring them onto the printed page. We do this for ourself. We We are the memoirist. There's other great biographies that have been written by people you have followed, like it's a great biography about Steve Jobs, a wonderful biography, actually a few on Malcolm X. There, there are biographies upon biographies in the stores, but memoirs are becoming a thing. And that, again, it's when you're doing the writing, you're going for the mem- memory and you you are the one that decides what goes in and what stays out. And often, it's really helpful to have a mentor get you clear on what belongs because issues come up. Issues like, what if I hurt someone's feelings? Or what if I remember it in a way that contradicts the way someone else remembers it? Or what if I say it and I leave something important out? Or what if what if what if what if it's a it's a long and tangled road that's something that i'm skilled at sitting across from someone and helping them understand right away what belongs in that memoir and what doesn't what words are going to take you on your journey and really be fulfilling for for others and what might just be great for you to remember and enjoy, but it doesn't yet have an audience until we add some really pertinent pieces to it. We have someone writing in. Scott is writing in about memories. So let's take this from Scott. Uh, He chose to write in on Facebook Messenger. Oh my goodness, we only have a few minutes here. I gotta go quick. Okay, Scott says, Uh, I know to find a memory on my heart and to put that into my story, I love being reminded of this. Thank you for the description and the differences between biography and memoir. He says, I am writing right now and the protagonist is based on me and my own real experiences, but it's all been fictionalized. There's these underlining themes in which something is learned by him, the protagonist. For example, there's a dream sequence. And the chapter has brought attention to the work on him becoming his true self. So dropping down, he says here, Do you think it sounds interesting to structure my own version of a memoir? So this is what I want to say, Scott. Um, Many people are doing exactly this. What you're doing is your, number one, you're going into your memories. Number two, you're finding things you know you can write about. And number three, your book, your your collection of stories, they are becoming what some people are going to be calling creative nonfiction. Creative nonfiction and memoir writing, they often take up overlapping space in the bookstore because they're, they're real similar. They're a story that grew out of our experience, but the character has taken on enough of his own flavor that it's not truly us anymore. It's creative, it's nonfiction, it's memoir, it's packaged as one book. I hope that helps you, Scott, and I wanna give you permission to keep going on this. That alone can make beautiful, beautiful stories. Listen, everyone, thank you for tuning in today and for thinking about how you can win yourself an easy A just by relaxing into the memories of your stories, getting them out on paper, and really seeking out mentorship as you need it. If you listen to these free radio shows and podcasts and you feel like I might be the mentor for you, I encourage you to reach out at www.coachdebbie.com, that's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com, and just click on connect, and we can have a conversation, see what you're up to, and maybe a retreat or maybe a program, or maybe just a one-on-one conversation is just what you need. I love bringing you these topics. I will be back with you next Thursday. Until then, have a safe holiday and namaste, my friends.